Hello, and welcome to The Yoga Corner. I'm Shelby Phoenix. I'm a yoga instructor, life coach, and founder of The Yoga Corner. I help you find unshakable self-trust and manifest a lifestyle as a yoga entrepreneur. In my podcast, Yoga Corner Chats, I have real conversations with women about their wellness and entrepreneurship journeys. So get cozy and listen in because the next chat is starting now. to invite our guest, Lizzie. I'm so excited. Lizzie and I are actually old friends. We went to high school together. We were roommates for a little in college. And we did a coaching program together. So we have known each other for a long time. Hi, Lizzie. I see you there. Oh, she has joined us. Perfect. All right. So I'll start by introducing us. If you don't know me, my name is Shelby Phoenix, and I am a yoga instructor, life coach, and owner of The Yoga Corner, and I help yoga teachers overcome fear and self-doubt so that they can get their yoga businesses started. And this is my friend, Liz. Liz is a woman's wellness coach who empowers women to befriend their bodies and approach wellness intuitively. I love Lizzie for her authenticity, her kindness, and her ability to spread joy. And today, Lizzie and I will be chatting about coaching, self-care, and cultivating a strong relationship with yourself and your body. So without further ado, I would love to welcome Lizzie. How are you doing today? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. My, um, I thought my headphones would work, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Lizzie and I have been trying to do this for a while now, (laughs) which I think kind of speaks to our topic because when one of us is sick or like having a bad mental health day, we don't question it and just cancel. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I love this. Um, Okay. I like, yeah, I like to start these interviews by grounding with a couple of breaths. Is that okay with you, Lizzie? I would love that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Settle into your chair. Feel the weight of your body. Roll your shoulders up to your ears and allow them to drop down. Empty your lungs. Push all the air out. Begin to inhale through your nose, filling all the way up to the top. And then let it all go. Another slow, deep breath in through the nose, just like that. And empty. One last full, deep grounding breath, inhale. And exhale. And whenever you feel ready, open up your eyes. Hey, Erica. Hey, sit down. <laughs> uh, Lizzie, would you start by introducing yourself and your business? Sure, sure. Um, well, like you said, my name's Liz. You call me Lizzie, which I love. And uh, my sister probably calls me Lizzie too. <laughs> <laughs> um, my business is Elizabeth G. Haven LLC. So you can call me Elizabeth as well. Anybody else listening? Um 
and I'm a women's wellness coach, like in short. Um, so I love to help women um, with like anything wellness. I have a background in nutrition, so I love talking like food and nutrition. Um, I'm a big advocate for uh, intuitive eating. Um, so especially any women who are just like sick of dieting and looking for other ways to um, find wellness. Uh, that's what I love love to work with. Um, and like you said, uh, I think a big part of what I do is um, just advocate advocate for self-care and wellness based on self-love and self-compassion, um, which is so important because we live in this world where as, as women especially, it's all about like hating yourself and restricting yourself and trying to be small and the focus moves away from health and wellness. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really that's a big, those things harm your health instead of help them. So, yeah. Yeah. I love how you said like, there's this thinking behind women's wellness where we, the goal is oftentimes to shrink ourselves instead of like wellness to like feel good and take up space. Yes, exactly. Wellness rooted in like worthiness. Yeah. A, a bigger sense of um, self-worth and um, just, you know, that love and compassion for yourself, like I said. Yeah. And I really like your your perspective on self-care like there's some posts that you've made on your social media that like really stick out to me okay, um, yeah. <laughs> one is you talk about like like you share a lot of healthy recipes and smoothie recipes and things like this but you're like put that friggin salad dressing on your salad <laughs> like it's okay mm -hmm. to like it's okay for it to taste good <laughs> and right. the other one was about debt and like not having shame around having debt, right? Like, cause it helps you get to a destination sometimes. Um, yes, I really yes. love those. What do you notice about like, kind of those messages that you put out there? Um, I think, I think a lot of like where diet culture goes wrong and a lot of people's like outlook on health is that they think that like just improving their diet is going to be like the end all be all or just going on this diet is going to be just the like going to fix all their problems and it's not sustainable like food yeah. is so much more than just the nutrients that it contains it's um you know you can get enjoyment out of it i mean right. sometimes we go to food for emotional support and so um i guess like i think a lot of what I'm trying to say in posts like about the salad dressing and whatnot is that like, it's okay to have, to get enjoyment out of food. Like right. sometimes you, <laughs> sometimes we forget that. And it's like, <laughs> it's all about making sure you get in all your veggies and like whatever, right. which is great. Like, awesome. I totally support people getting more veggies, but don't forget, you don't need to feel guilty if you want to have a burger or if you want to go eat that chocolate chip cookie. Like, that's a healthy relationship with food. So right. I think that's a big piece of it. Um, and also, like, if you're stressing about all that stuff, then that's going to be detrimental to your health. 
So you have to think about all of it, like holistically. Um, and I think the other piece of it is like radical acceptance and yeah. just like you can't change anything um, if you don't first like just radically accept yourself and, and the situation that you're in. Right. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, and just like backtrack a little bit and I know like my page is a coaching page and you're a coach. We're both mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people don't know what that even means. And you made a, another post I read recently. Uh, I read it on Facebook. And you defined, like, yourself as a coach and what mm. it kind of means to you personally. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So basically what I said in that post is that a lot of health coaches are, you know, they go to, like, health coaching school which I totally support. These programs are usually great. They give you a lot of information about nutrition and whatnot. Um, but they basically come out of it uh, like a, um, a health consultant is what I call it because right. they can consult with you on health. So they're going to give you great advice on, you know, how to improve your diet. Like they're going to be able to help you like, you know, maybe get to put together like a workout regimen, whatever it is. Um, so they can answer your questions, give you advice. And so like, I have a background in nutrition too. I can do that as well. But what I consider to be like the most valuable part of what I do is the coaching piece. Yeah. And coaching is different because you don't go to a coach. Um, it's funny because you can't, <laughs> I say that and like all kinds of people call themselves coaches, right. but what they really are doing mostly is consulting, meaning they're giving you advice and um, they're like educating you on something, but right. a coach should really be like sitting back and doing mostly listening, like 80% right. listening and reflecting things back to you and asking you questions. Right. So I used in that post, the example of a, um, like a sports coach, like a professional right. sports coach, like, I don't know anything about sports, but I know that like the Pats coach isn't out there telling the right. football players how to play football. Right. <laughs> they know how to play football. So like people um, that might come to work with me, like probably know like about basic nutrition. And if, and again, if they don't, like we can go through that stuff. But um, the value that I provide is being able to sit with them and explore different parts of their lives, different sources of stress, right ask them questions um, that really like get to the root of their problems right? and also just like discover more about themselves. I think like so much of the benefit of coaching is like really learning about yourself, discovering different things about who you are, what you like, what your thought patterns are. You right. know, what your, um, we have so many like beliefs that we're not even aware of. We right. Have, lots of needs that we aren't even aware of. So coaching can kind of help you um, bring awareness to that. And then once you have awareness of it, like we'll just work together on, you know, where to, where to go from there. But honestly, like that's the biggest step most right. of the time, awareness, which it's, I'm sure you know. <laughs> it's so powerful because you think like, well, I already said that out loud, but to hear someone say it back to you, bring so much clarity to yeah. whatever your whether it's business coaching or nutrition coaching or whatever type of coaching it's like hearing it back suddenly puts puzzle pieces together somehow exactly yeah sometimes like just saying that one thing like oh it sounds like uh you know a value of yours is loyalty for example and then you're like oh 
<laughs> it is. And like, and then to think about how all of that is playing out in your life right now. Right. It's like mind blown. <laughs> um, and I always like to make like the distinction between coaching and therapy too. Cause when you just, when we describe it, people can get confused and just the idea that like therapy is looking backwards and like backtracking and coming into the present where coaching is more starting in the present and looking making goals for the future right yeah yeah I I that's a great way to describe it I also think of it like therapy is often like um uh, recovery and um coaching is more about discovery yeah with that said like sometimes going into your past and like thinking about like it's not like you're not going to go into a coaching session and not talk about like who you were before and what you did right. but that's not the focus of it it's right. present and future <laughs> right can you share a little bit about your wellness journey and how you came to be a wellness coach yeah um <laughs> sure it's kind of like a a long journey it's been a long like go over here go over there yeah. come back here thing oh my gosh um so i uh i got really interested in um wellness in general because i did martial arts in high school and yeah. it was like really intense you did too <laughs> Um, but I took it so seriously. Um, I loved it. And so like, I had just started to look like, learn about like how to fuel my body for karate. Mm. And I was starting to like get more interested in, um, that. And then I think, um, I don't know what else, but probably like other things sparked it at the time. Oh, that's what I was going to say is I also struggled with like a lot of mental health things um, yeah. when I was younger. So anxiety and depression. Um, and so I learned a lot about like how uh, my eating and my like working out and like all that stuff, my health, basically my physical health was impacting my mental health. Yeah. Like, really intrigued me. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, I ended up not going to school for nutrition when I went to college. Um, I, I like loved nutrition. I always, but I like, you went to the same high school as me. I didn't have a lot of confidence in like my science knowledge um, because our science classes were like, just, you know, <laughs> I don't want to rag on the school because I love my high school, but I just felt lacking in my science education. Right. So I didn't have much confidence. But as soon as I graduated and I was like out doing like techie things, um, I just was like really finding that like longing for nutrition. My like love for nutrition just kept getting yeah. like, larger and larger. I was, I, I'd gotten into running. And so again, I was like, so interested in how like food could fuel my running um and and improve my performance and all that stuff so um <laughs> i ended up going back to school <laughs> for nutrition um i wanted to be a registered dietitian so um i i found a great program a dietetics program it was awesome i went to simmons spent so much friggin money <laughs> right. um, Oh my God. Uh, 
But in the end, I got to it um, and it just didn't feel right to continue to go on to be a registered dietitian. And at the time, I really couldn't tell you why. Um, I, I didn't want to spend the money on an internship. So the thing is, is to become a dietitian, you have to go through the educational piece, which I did. And then after that, you need to um, get an internship. It's right. like a year-long internship. You have to pay for it. <laughs> you have to pay for it. It's full-time. They don't pay you. And I was like, okay, I'm already like $150,000 in debt. Like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. And I had, I had been working at this, um, like, nutritional, like, tech company. And I had been doing, like, mostly, like, tech stuff there. Um, and I'm like, okay, I can make some money doing this. So I like kept going with the techie stuff, still doing it now. Um, but I kind of like pivoted. I'm doing more like coaching of tech teams now. And right. so that's been really fulfilling, but I'm like, I still at the time knew that I was going to have to go back to this like nutrition thing, but right. I, didn't, I didn't have the money and I didn't really like, something just didn't feel right. Now, today, I can, like, I can firmly say it was because I didn't want to go into a hospital, like, like lots of dietitians do, or even outpatient, and just, like, hand people, like, instructions, like, this is what you need to eat. Like, it just didn't, I was, like, very unsatisfied with that idea. Right. Um, so I found coaching. I didn't, I didn't go looking for it. Um, I do coaching in my day job, so, like... I just happened to learn that there are these things called life coaches and, and whatnot. Um, and I just fell in love with it. And now I see that like, this was the missing piece. <laughs> this is the missing piece. Um, and like, I, again, I want to say like, I do not like rat on like nutritionists or health coaches that do just like hand over health advice and like I have received so much great advice from right. nutritionists and what like whatnot but that what I could tell like that was not for me so I'm just like so fortunate that I finally in this roundabout way found exactly what I want to be doing <laughs> um there's so many things I want to point out in what you just shared <laughs> One, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't your first degree in like math? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I went to school for math. <laughs> That's just funny to me because one of the things that I remember a lot, like I have so many memories of us from high school, but I just, oh, you tutored me in like math, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember that. I still love math, but and like, we I don't want to do anything at math <laughs> and it's funny because you're like I wasn't really confident in my science skills and for me I think of like so like in line so I just think that's really funny yes yes Two, one thing and I have this conversation all the time is the transformation that happens when you figure out that your mental health and your physical health are the same or like they're connected yes it's like, what, like, I don't know if it's like something that's like more people are talking about or because I'm aware of it, I like see the connections, but I just feel like it's a convert. Like, I think it comes up in every one of these chats that I've done is like yes. mind body connection and how important that is. Yes. Yes. I, um, 
I'm now I'm thinking like you were talking about like my own wellness journey and I feel like like a huge piece that I missed in that whole story was that um, while I was going to school to become a dietitian, um, I was like really, really deep in disordered eating. Like I think I would have been diagnosed with an eating disorder. Um, I was running like all the time, which is actually a form of binging. It's binging by, uh, not binging, um, purging, purging like by by form of exercise. And, um, and I was like, it's not that there's anything wrong with running, but I was like obsessive about it. And I became obsessed with my health in such an unhealthy way. But like, again, so like, that's been another part of my journey. Like I'm, I'm past that now, but it started off like amazing, right? Like I just said, I figured out that like the connection between my, like my mental health and my physical health when I was in high school, I got so passionate about that. And then I got like clouded and couldn't say that like, I'd taken it so far that I was actually doing harm. Um, so a lot of my wellness journey has just been kind of coming back, like finding that like gentle nutrition piece right. while also realizing that, you know, you can, you can get crazy obsessive about these things right. um, and totally acceptable. Like nobody thought I had a problem because right. they were they're like, wow, oh, wow so you're healthy. so motivated. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it was ruling my life. It was right. awful. I was anxious about what I was going to eat all the time, about what other people were eating. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's funny, like, how that's just, like, completely morphed for me into something different now. Right. And, um, yeah. And then I, then I, and I'm kind of going through this new transformation now where, like, um, after all of that, like, I really saw myself as, like, the caretaker of my body, where I was like, okay, I really need to, and even through that, like, I need to be the one that's taking care of my body, and now I sort of see it as, like, a more of a partnership, where my body and I are together, like, we are doing this together, my mind, my body, like, they're all one, and this body that I'm in has, like, got incredible wisdom to share with me, and it's always communicating it to you. Hunger, it's like, I'm hungry, <laughs> the stomach's gonna gurgle. <laughs> it's so cool. So this leads me to my other point about what you were sharing is like how you came to find coaching, right? So yeah. when I started my business, I was just teaching yoga and I was like, this is good, but I'm like not sure what's missing and I couldn't put a title to what I wanted to do. Until yes. you shared a Instagram contest and I entered and ended up getting like a free consultation with an intuitive life coach and that like oh. opened up a bag of worms for me because I was like, oh, this is it. Like, I get it. Okay, this is coaching. And then I went to coach training and then like now we're here chatting about it. So I love that. But what I wanted to say is like, when I, I, when I think of my intuition, right, or like, I think of like, I think some people, and and this is true in a way, like, depending on which rabbit hole you go down to, like, I don't necessarily think intuition, like I can foresee the future or like, 
I'm a magical right. whatever, but like my body <laughs> is sending me messages, whether that's hunger, whether that's like you've pushed it too far, like slow down, like, ooh, that person mm-hmm. feels weird, or like I need to go in that direct like I can't be a dietitian. I need to go in a different whatever but if you're not connecting making the connection you can't hear you can't have that partnership right yes yes right right you or you can't distinguish it your body's like telling you something's wrong but you're like i'm just anxious like because you're always (laughs) (laughs) yes yes oh that's so important um yeah, I love, I can't believe that that's how you got into coaching. I love Isn't that it. so funny? <laughs> so important. So I'm wondering if someone else is listening to this and they're thinking like they're resonating with some of the stuff you're saying and they're wondering, how can I begin the journey of creating a partnership with myself and my body? What? Uh, advice or direction would you point them in to get started? Mm. Um, I think like first question is how how do you make the distinction between who you are and and your body? Right is is what you want to ponder. Um, it's it's also like. Um, I think a little bit overwhelming when we talk about self-love and and body acceptance and like just loving your body. If you are coming from a place where you have like, you know, you just really resent your body and you hate your body. Like I have been there. So I, I know that feeling. It's it's not going to like happen in a flash. Um, But yeah, to just, I think the first step is to really like try to think about, how you make that distinction like are you your body how is your body different than who you are who are you outside of your body um is so important but again maybe the goal isn't necessarily like to go and love yourself maybe to you know like so what are you what could be like a little step for you can you like think of one way that you appreciate your body today Right. Um, can you just come to not even like forget loving it? What about just like accepting it the way it is? Like just right. neutral, like, oh, this is, this is my arm. This is my belly. Oh, okay. Right. Like you don't have to think it's good or bad or whatever. Right. To just, you know, this is, the truth is, is that this is your body here today, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So accepting that. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I would recommend thinking about those sorts of things again, like what your goal should be. Body neutrality is like a great, great way to start. And you could just stay there forever. (laughs) I love that idea of body neutrality. And although I don't think that it's the language most people use, I feel like at least in my experiences, like yoga has taught me that or like meditation, Mm. right? Like, say you're in down dog or something like you're not saying you know what story are you telling yourself about your body like I I notice my shoulders are tired or like you know this is challenging for me that's not good or bad or the other it's just how 
right. I am in my body right now. And yeah. like tomorrow, I might not even be able to do anything but lie down. And like, and that's okay. But that's just like my body today. And next day, I might be able to like, hold plank for like, five minutes, but that's not good or bad. Like, just right. notice, noticing on purpose, what's yep. going on. Yeah, exactly. Noticing your body without judgment, noticing yourself without judgment. I think that what you're describing is being a compassionate witness. Right. Um, so not identifying with that body, but being a compassionate witness of it. Um, and again, like that, it, if you can be that for yourself, great. I think another benefit of coaching is to have that person be the compassionate witness for you and help yeah. you kind of get there. Um, so, but I mean, we're all going to have those times where we like, that's a struggle to be the compassionate witness for ourselves. And so, right. yeah, that's why coaching is great. Um, yeah, I love it. I used, you said that so well, perfectly described. <laughs> um, I'm wondering what, cause you have like some fun groups and other things you're offering. Would you like to share about any of those things on this platform today? Sure. sure. Um, Okay, so I've been doing a lot in my community. I'm in, I'm in Dover, New Hampshire, and um, I've got a walking group of all women who walk every Monday, unless it rains, then we usually reschedule. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, we, I, there's, so there's two groups. Right now we're walking at 4.30 and 5.30. Um, might get to be too dark for the 5.30 or I'll have right. to to change that one up. But yeah, that's been really fantastic. That one's totally free. Um, it's been really great. Like lots of women have been able to, we usually walk about two miles together. And in the beginning, you know, the first couple of times, like some women were just getting into walking again and, you know, they were struggling a little bit and now like they are just yeah. cruising <laughs> on these two miles and I'm so proud of them. I love and, it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and we have just such a good community, like everybody is really welcoming. We have new people all the time, but there's like a core group of people that keep coming back and keep getting to know each other. So um, it's just, yeah, it's become really great. Um, so I've got a Facebook group for that. It, I mean, again, it's all free. So like anyone that's listening and wants to join um, can send me a message or whatever. I'll help you sign up and then, yeah, you just show up. You can join the Facebook group and I send like reminders in there. Or if you want to find like a buddy on a day that isn't a Monday, you can post in there. Um, and then a couple of other things I'm doing. Um, for a while I've been doing the, uh, what am I calling it? Women's wellness group. Um, and that's again here in Dover at Integrated Massage and Wellness. Um, and I change the topic every month. This topic, it's play. So we're going to play and talk about the importance of play. <laughs> um, but it's pretty casual. Like I usually will come with some discussion questions, um, usually like some reflection questions. So I'll give people some time to like reflect on the questions and then we'll sort of share and discuss as a group. Um, but a lot of it's about uh, connection, like in, in networking, you know, finding yeah. friends, um, sharing experiences with each other. Uh, so you can come, you can kind of like learn about, you know, yourself and share your own experiences, get support, you can support other people. 
Um, hopefully you learn something. Um, I'm not like out there sharing like tons of like facts for people to like, it's not like going to school, but I think my goal is that people are learning something about themselves and then by discussing it with other people, they're like hearing different perspectives and right. learning from those other people too. Um, yeah, so right now that's on Tuesdays, again, once a month. And um, it's at night, like 6.45 or something. So hopefully that's enough time for people to have dinner and then head over. And then the new one that I've got is a nutritious recipe club. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> about this one. I like, we'll see who signs up. Um, oh, by the way, that one's $10 and this one is $10 too. Um, basically just like to help us out with the um, room, like, you know, to have the space basically. Um, and yeah, so basically this one's kind of this same idea where like every month it's a little bit different. Um, this upcoming month, the ingredient is frozen vegetables. So That's so much fun. I'm thinking it's <laughs> I know, exactly. It is like hot, yes. So yeah, you just like create your own recipe or, you know, you find a recipe that's, um, that uses frozen veggies, create a dish, um, and then bring it to share with the group. And so the idea is that's that so much fun. you get to try it all. Yes. And then everybody leaves with different recipes that they can try. Um, and again, I, it's like, you can go and you can just make friends and eat, you know, I've, I'll always obviously like share some nutrition information, but the purpose is really so that you, it's easier for people to like find new recipes that are yeah. nutritious and try something different at home, maybe learn a little bit of something. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. I picked frozen veggies because like crap is expensive right yeah, now. Right? so expensive. So I thought like what a good challenge it would be if you don't usually cook with frozen vegetables, they're less expensive to go out and do this. But I already know what I would make. Oh, what would you make? Well, I've been making my own ramen. Well, I haven't been making the noodles, but I've been making my own ramen soup. Oh. And you know, the like cups of ramen have the dehydrated like corn and peas and whatever. So I just yes. frozen ones, pop them in there, super yummy. That would be great to like share with people too. Like that's an easy one. Great. I love it. People go like, quick, easy recipe. It's nearly <laughs> as easy as microwaving the cup, but with like a tenth of the salt. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Oh, I love when people do that. Uh, you're vegan, but you can always add a, right? You're vegan, aren't you? Yeah. I use like, yeah. um, soy sauce and, um, miso and, uh, rice vinegar. Ooh. And like chicken stock. Not yeah. chicken stock, vegetable stock. Vegetable stock. Yeah. I was going to say like, there's so many ways you can doctor that up. Add an egg. Um, add tofu, like, tofu, yep. yeah. and they make these ramen noodles out of tofu that they sell at Hannaford's, which I know there's one in Dover. I love that. <laughs> I've never seen that. Is that the, like in the refrigerated section or something? It's in the vegetable section where they keep okay. the tofu and like the vegan hot dogs and all that kind of crap. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll check it out. 
Um, Lizzie, I love you, and I'm so glad we got to catch up, and I really appreciate you joining me on Yoga Corner Chats. Thank you so much for having me. And um, <laughs> let's go into the real world and get coffee sometime soon. I would love that. Love, love, love it. Thank you so much for doing this. This was so fun. Aw, all right. I'll send you a text, <laughs> and we'll make a plan. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I would love it. Right. <laughs> we'll chat soon. Thank you all for joining Liz and I on Yoga Corner Chats today. You can find all the information you need to find Liz and what she has to offer in the caption or show notes of this episode. Did you know that I am an entrepreneur and mindset coach? I guide yoga teachers to get to the root of why they are pursuing entrepreneurship and how they want to foster their business. I ask my clients questions that intuitively help them understand who their ideal client is, brand messaging, authentic marketing strategies, the energetics of pricing, boundary setting, and much more. When you commit to six months of us working together, I guarantee that you will leave my coaching program feeling empowered and ready to take on the next high and low of business. It is my intention that you are inspired to embody your identity as an entrepreneur. If you are ready to listen to your intuition, take the leap into yoga entrepreneurship. There are three spots available to work together in this one-on-one -on -one container. I am currently accepting clients into my six-month one-on-one entrepreneurship mindset coaching program for yoga teachers. If this is something you are interested in, send me an email or Instagram message and we will set up a clarity call. The Yoga Corner chat replays can be found most places you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to give me a review and subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss out on future Yoga Corner chats. Have an amazing day. Chat soon.